0: we are back devils on the rush season two episode 25 um it's been a tough week folks uh hasn't been fun and uh the next hour might not be that fun at least to start uh because we have a special guest today big rangers fan himself scott cooper from ocean city new jersey but before we get the before we get the coop alejandro how you feeling I'm fucking tired. That's how I'm
1: feeling. <laughs> last last week has not been fun. Have bomb you've dropped on the uh, on the pod? Yeah, probably. Honestly, I don't I don't try to stay away from cursing on the podcast too much, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty effing tired. that last week was not fun.
0: Uh Twitter has not been fun. Uh the yeah. newspapers have not been fun. Uh Devils hockey has not been fun. Uh completely different tone uh since we last got together after the uh outdoor game where vibes were very high and vibes are uh very low. Um all right let's let's just get right into it. Uh a lot to talk about here. Um I'm going to start with Coop. Coop, from an outside assessment, you you always give us honest answers here. What do you see going on with your Hudson River rival? Well, I mean, you guys follow it, obviously,
2: very closely. I do as much as I can. As much I, as I shoved down your throat, no, no, I watch any hockey. Look, hey, look, I was watching the Ducks last night. and The Predators, come on! I have no life. <laughs> okay, if <laughs> he's watching Ducks and Predators, he's he's oh, watching gosh. hockey. Yeah. Steve Vetrano see was still, you know, still upright. <laughs> and Tommy Novak was still, up. so so everything was right there. Guys, I just go back to I, I get all the Lindy Ruff criticism. You guys are one hundred percent on. I look at Fitzgerald when you lost to Carolina last year. I think universally, everybody, you know, let's put aside the fact that McLeod's no longer there and Hamilton's been hurt. The consensus was the Devils are a goaltender away from making a run, from being a contender, a top contender. They were a top contender coming in this year. How Fitzgerald has let this get to this point without addressing the goaltending situation is a farce. He cannot be let off the hook here now he's now he's back into a corner UC Soros would be great UC Soros has a year left at five million but UC Soros is on a team that's won five straight and that's in the playoffs now do you I'll let you answer this do you do you mortgage or do you for mortgage some of your young talent and we'll say just say holtz for this in a, in a draft pick, whatever it takes, to get Markstrom at this point? Or do you just take a, a lower shot at someone else and take a knee, play this as a year, as a one-off year, and finally deal with this in the offseason? I mean, maybe Saros becomes available. I just, I don't see it at this point. He's, he's a cheap cap hit next year. They're in the playoffs now. I would guess you would have to bowl trots over at this point, No.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Like, uh, I think Trotz knows because he has that scar off too. That he can he's he can wait for someone to overpay for Saros. I I think my guess would be that Los Angeles would be the team that overpays for Saros uh, in the end, not New Jersey. I think um, if the Devils get a goalie, it's going to end up being Jacob Markstrom um so I think marks I think Markstrom's the guy I mean we we know that the deal was so close to happening apparently that uh, New- Markstrom thought he was staying in New Jersey when they were on that East Coast trip a week ago or two weeks ago or something like that so I think they will end up with Markstrom at some point um and yes I would still pay for the goalie now because it's not like Markstrom's a rental you still get him for two and a half years um if you get him before the deadline so I would still do it well, no, you were talking about Soros, not Markstrom with one year left, but, um, yeah,
0: yeah, I th- I know. yeah no, I was talking about Coop. Um, but oh. yeah, I, 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 I tend to agree, right? Like the goaltending issue is not going away. Um, regardless if it's, you got to send a message to the locker room because I think the locker room at this point is like, What are we doing? I mean, your star player came out in the media and basically said, go get a goaltender in not so many words. Uh, Rarely do you hear that. Um, I thought it was quite refreshing, to be honest with you, because hockey players just tend to read off a note card and give you the the cued answers. Um, For Jack to come out there after a game and and basically say, hey, listen, we need saves. you, you still got to make the move. I, I understand people uh, around the devil's uh, Twitter sphere are, are saying, hey, there's no point in making a move now. There, there still is a point making a move because even if they still don't make the playoffs, to your point, Alex, you still have Markstrom for another two years. Um, I know I'm the ultimate optimist
1: here, but listen, do, do we know how long these out? Uh, I thought they said it wasn't too serious, but I mean you never know when they say day to day. Like we thought Vanachek was day to day and he's been out for what two weeks at this point. But, uh, so, and, and and I don't want to speculate, but that dry still injury didn't look too hot. No, yeah, that, did, that not. did not look good.
0: <clears throat> um they're they're down their number one goaltender. Um, you know, Pittsburgh I don't, is I don't
1: down know. Gensel and Rust now, that's a team. Yeah, that's, I mean they got four stupid. games in hand. Yeah. So yeah, sorry. I wrote about it this morning in my post for the substack. Like bef- they may be five points behind the Flyers, but the Devils next two games are Anaheim or San Jose and Anaheim and the, the Flyers play, I think, Tampa and Washington Tampa. in that order. Yeah. Yeah, Tampa and Washington in that order. So like it's conceivable that the Devils could get within one point of third place if things go their way this week. So like the season's absolutely not over. So like going back to what you were saying about Jacob Markstrom, like if you acquire him before the deadline And I mentioned it in my post, too. It's like, you never know what acquiring Jacob Marsham could do for that locker room uh, for the rest of the season. Like, the odds may be against them in making the playoffs, but it could, like, send a jolt to them because the front office would be effectively saying, hey, we still believe in this group. We got something that's been a big problem for you guys this whole season. Now you have to take it and run with this opportunity. Yeah, it might be late, but it's 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 better late than never, almost. Because, you, but
0: even going into the off season, it still sends the correct message. Um, I mean, yeah, you still have, you, you, you know, it, it. You still have to attract free agents there. You still have to retain some talent that's on this team. You still have the likes of Toffoli. It sounds like he'll stay around. Yeah. Um, but then, but then the next big question is, and and, and do you think we can move on from goaltending? I think we we beat a dead horse there, right? Yeah. The next big question is behind the bench, um, and, and you heard Cooper's comments after the Lightning game.
1: The Devils are, are one-dimensional when it comes to offense; they score off the rush. Right, so um, no, that I look. I watched John Cooper's uh, press conference after the game, and he did not say that. I don't. I don't know where that came from. Uh, I watched the whole five-minute thing. I'm not sure where that came from. Maybe he said it before the game. I don't know. But I don't think that's true. Um, that he um, said that the Devils are one-dimensional like that. So
0: okay, fair enough. But to, to, the fact still remains: it, it's 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 a lot. It, there's a there's a lot of truth to it, regardless if he said it or not. Um, the Devils have not been scoring like they used to be. I mean, the, you had three shots in the third period in a game you must you needed to win, and you were on the power play twice. Three yeah. shots. You have three shots in a must-win game, and that's the effort we put out there. Uh, something's not right. Um, I don't know. It, it, to
1: me, it seems like he's lost some of the locker room, if not all of it. Um, I don't like. I don't know if he's lost the locker room or not. I think that's a tough. Even if you're a credentialed media member, I think that's a tough thing to gauge because you have to be with the team like all the time to, to get a sense of that. Um, I don't really think that's the case. Like. It did look like the team kind of just... They had no energy against the Lightning. Uh, they were kind of lethargic given the stakes of that game. But I don't know if Lindy's lost room yet. But I still think that you have to consider making a change just for the psyche of the team at this point. Um, you know, there's, what, 24 games left in their season, so you know it's not over, but... Um, it's like Elliot Friedman was saying on Thirty Two Thoughts today that like that he doesn't think the Devils are going to make a coaching change because he doesn't think the Devils think there's a coach out there who would give them an upgrade right now. Uh, which I guess says about I guess that tells you what they think about Travis Green uh, serving as the interim coach right now. And uh, like from what I've heard too, is someone like Jay Woodcroft hasn't been is not allowed to talk to teams until the season's over yet. So you couldn't get Jay Woodcroft in. Uh, before the the season ended. So I I guess you ride it out with Lindy at this point. I'm not saying I agree with that, but I feel like that's where we're heading now because unless you lose the two games to San Jose and Anaheim, then I think you're just kind of forced to make a change at that point. But uh, yeah, they got to do something there. I mean, an orange cone at this point. I mean, do you just need the the change of a voice maybe
0: just to get some sort of bounce? I mean, I I know, you know, everyone points to the Oilers when they made their coaching change and they went on an, an incredible run. Um, th- there's too much talent on this team to be this bad.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And I haven't gotten to listening to it yet, but Emily Kaplan was on the Hockey PDO cast with Dmitri Filipovich um, this afternoon. I think it got posted online and she said- New Jersey that he, native, New Jersey yeah, native. Yeah, Northern Highlands grad uh, from Bergen County people. But um, yeah, Emily Kaplan was saying that um, it's likely Lindy Ruff's last Season with the Devils. So I think the, I guess the writing's on the wall. He's a dead man walking, however you want to put it. Um, I think, you know, we could tell he's not going to be back. Even if they find a way to sneak into the playoffs, how far is this team going in the playoffs? Especially if they don't get a goalie before the trade deadline, they'd probably be an easy first round exit, um, depending on opponent. So uh, if you, if he really, if this really is going to be his last season as the head coach, I guess there's a pretty strong argument that you could make the change now and still try to salvage sh- sh- some of the season. But if they don't think Travis Green is a good fit as an interim coach and they don't think they can bring in someone from the outside like Jay Woodcroft, maybe he's one of their top targets. And you know, if you can't talk to him, you can't talk to him. Then I guess you ride it out with Lindy Ruff and hope for the best. But uh, yeah, whatever I think, like you said, a, a new voice would help the team. But I just I have kind of a tough time seeing it happening in season right now.
2: I think <clears throat> I think the one thing, guys, is you wonder too. You talk about losing the room. You would think the team in this situation too is just sitting around waiting for something to happen.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's I a specter hanging.
2: It, it, it's a specter hanging over their head. Whether it's Markstrom in, whether it's Lindy out, whether it's another change of some sort. Um, I think it's the nature. I think I've seen it. You've seen it with other teams where you're just waiting for the shoe to drop. Uh, You know, you you want to see some sort of change. I mean, I don't, I don't know much about Travis Green, but you know, you're looking for a short term hit. He could just be an interim guy for you, just as a different voice. I mean, he's got enough experience. I, I can see them not wanting to bring someone in from the outside when you have 24 games left. But I mean, Green at least has experience. I mean, I, I don't know, is he too closely aligned with Ruff? But I mean, you're looking for a quick shot in the arm here at this point. Now, I mean, we're almost in March. And I, I cannot believe they won't get still won't get a goalie. They will get a goalie. Yeah. It got too close with Markstrom. Yeah. It's, that's, it's going to happen. It's just gonna be the price.
1: That's what I agree with too. Like I think they will get Markstrom. Uh, before the March 8th trade trade deadline, if I had to guess, probably. But if it's not by March 8th, I think Calgary will definitely move him in the offseason and you get the deal done then. Uh, But going back to Travis Green, uh, like you said, he has three years of coaching experience, maybe four with Vancouver. um, So it's not like he's a bum, but I think the Devils look at how the power play has been for the last two months and he's the guy running the power play. And I wonder if they see that and they just think to themselves like, well... Would he really be that much of an upgrade over Lindy Ruff? Um, hard to say, but like you said, you guys have been saying too, just a new voice as a head coach could make a difference. Um, and we've seen a lot of teams get the coach bounce this season. Like Minnesota has done pretty well since firing Dean Evison and going to John Hines. Obviously, Chris Knobloch with Edmonton, even St. Louis got a little bit of the coach bounce with Drew Bannister after canning, uh, Drew, uh, what's his name? Craig Berube. So, uh, You know, it's getting late. If you're going to make the coaching change, I feel like you have to do it in the next week. But uh, to me, it seems like there's a strong argument that just give Travis Green the keys and let him see what he can do for 25 games. You know, what do you guys think? I mean, if you're going to make the move,
2: I I mean, again, there's machinations. I don't know what's, you know, I'm speaking for a little bit from the outside. But if you want to give the guy a soft landing, you make the move prior to the game against San Jose and Anaheim. Two games they certainly should win. You get a new coach, you build some momentum. As you said before, Alex, and I mean, the rest of the division is going to back past you. You know, even if you play reasonably well, Pittsburgh's got to sell off. Washington's done. Columbus is done. The Flyers have gotten a lot out of what they got. But you saw Cal Peterson yesterday. I mean, dear, dear, dear God, I mean, I mean. You know you're going to have to go with Harrison every night. I think erison could be electric. He could be electric. I mean, I think he's an NHL goalie. But again, you're, you're putting a guy in and asking him every night. So this division, you don't. If you need to get to fourth or third, you don't have to be great. I mean, let's face it, the underbelly of this division is not as good as we thought it was going to be. <laughs> we, thought gonna be we thought it was going to be. We thought it was going to be bonkers. We thought you know you know we thought Pittsburgh might be. I was always skeptical about Pittsburgh, but. The, they had an upside if everything hit right. Cap, didn't know. And now you're talking no, you know, no Backstrom, no Kuznetsov. Oh, she's out. I, I actually think Carberry's done a pretty good job holding them together. I mean, they're very competitive. Uh, they had an overtime game in V. twice. Yeah, I mean, they're a very competitive team, but they're not a playoff team. So w- what you thought was an extremely difficult division, it's almost. If, and the Flyers
0: if, will probably sell.
1: Yeah, it sounds like they're going to sell. <laughs> so, so
0: if if they sell Walker, let's just call it just 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 say, say they get rid of Walker, and then they go down Drysdale. That's that's two out of the six defensemen plus their starting goaltender. And I know they say connecting might be that long, but who knows, right?
1: Like that, you just need good, a two good uh, a two week stretch. That's it. That's the the most like I guess. Uh, infuriating part of where the devils are right now. And them just not really making any changes. It's like Philadelphia has not taken that third spot in the division and run away with it. Like it's still completely up for grabs. And that's why I know the trade deadline is what a week and a half away almost uh, at this point. But like, you know, you would think the devils would have made some sort of change at this point, whether it's a coaching change. Trading is a little more difficult because you need another GM to go and business with. And as we've seen so far, really only the Vancouver Canucks are a team that makes trades at this point. We had the Sean Monahan trade with Winnipeg, but I mean, there haven't been any trades since then. So it's not just Tom Fitzgerald not being able well, don't to... For, well, well, uh Yeah, I mean, that was a small trade. Alex Nylander. <laughs> I, for a second, I was like, William Nylander. I was like, oh wait, that's <laughs> right, His brother got traded from Pittsburgh to Columbus. So, um, yeah, we're not going to count that one because that's like even though the condition on that trade was really weird. If he scores like six goals, it goes from like a six round pick to a third round pick. But yeah, we're not counting that one. There really haven't been many trades since uh, Sean Monahan and Lynn Holm, So like, um, that's why I'm, and I kind of wonder why, what the reasoning is by not firing the coach. And the only thing I can think of is that they just don't think there's a suitable replacement. Like Friedman was saying on 32 thoughts.
0: Well, and the other thing is back to, back to, to, to Devil's History, if we remember, Lou fired. what Was it Futurik? He fired like, Claude Julian
1: when they were like, "What you doing?" Know? Yeah. They were for, like forty nine twenty seven, or and I'm not saying
0: that. this team is like that, and they're going to go win the Stanley Cup. That they don't have that potential, but at the same time, we've done, the Devils organization's done it before, and the last time we heard Fitz speak, which was a long time ago, you know, APB on Fitz, where are you? We need a press conference here because the fan base is restless. I mean, Frank the Tank got kicked out of the game last night, <laughs> um, or two nights ago. I know it was yesterday, and um you, you, the, the, the fans are demanding it. The, the you know he, the last time he spoke, he said that the, the windows now, right? Like this isn't next year. It's not the year after. The windows now. So if you're saying the windows now, then why aren't you doing anything? To, to at least bring a, a shot in the arm to this team. Um, I get it; you got two rookie defensemen, and I know everyone's hemming and hawing, or at least Friedman's hemming and hawing about the loss of Grayson Severson. I'm not buying that because I'm sure that they, they were solid defensemen. But the way Nemec has played, uh, I, I'm not worried about that. He's been fantastic. Luke's had a little bit of a lull, but like the, the, the window's now, so make a move.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with. What you said there, you know, I, you got to get the trade done at some point. Uh, they need a defenseman, as uh, you know, as far as getting a trade done there, too. I don't know if that's something they'll be able to get done before the, the trade deadline in a week and a half here. But for me right now, I think the move is a, a coaching change just to, for the mental, I guess, side of it for the team. Because you could tell... The games over the last week, that even that Canadians game that they won, they didn't really play that well. They just beat them because they're a better, they're a better team, team. Yeah, than the Canadians. And, and,
0: and the, the other thing is is we haven't even touched on it, and I'm afraid to touch on it because of who's sitting right next to me. But you get <laughs> downright embarrassed at home by your biggest rival. And, and there's not even a, a wink, not even a hint of it. And, 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 and quite frankly, fire, Lindy should have been fired as soon as that press conference was over. To, to, to blame the media for, for the, the power play, I know he walked it back the next conference. But to even think that that went through his mind, let alone said it publicly, you should have been fired as soon as he walked off that stage. I mean, that is downright embarrassing. Embarrassing. That he said that. I mean, I, I, I was furious after that. I didn't even want to watch Devil's Hockey, but I told Alex, you know, we're going to the game <laughs> at, on Saturday, so we still went to the game. <laughs> but I was furious at that. How, how if, you, if you're Fitz, how can you sit there and let that happen?
1: Yeah, I mean, the media thing was definitely not why I would have fired Ruff. I mean, it definitely wasn't a good look, but uh, just the way they played that game. the Five minute power play that was just awful. It took them like two and a half minutes to get anything going there. And then there was the double minor on Capo Caco when he high sticked uh, Nemitz. They couldn't do anything with that either. Um, and you knew actually. And the, the Rangers second, are on the playoffs, you know,
0: on the power play for five seconds and it goes in. Right. I mean, five seconds and it goes in. Yeah. I, it's just mind boggling.
1: Yeah, I, th- I thought if you were going to make a coaching change, you know, that Rangers game, that was the game to do it. Um, so that the fact that they didn't do it after that makes me wonder if they're going to do it at all. Um, you thought the lightning game would have been another one. Yeah, I could go back and like think of probably more than a few games where they could have made a coaching change, probably since around Christmas. Um, cause at this point, you can't just chalk it up to the injuries and goaltending. Like I, Jack is obviously not 100%. You can just tell by the way he's playing, but the team's been there at, I guess they are the healthiest they have been in quite some time and they're playing worse now than they were when they were even injured. Um, And as we've seen in the last couple of weeks too, they just can't buy a goal anymore. Like their shooting percentage is like just completely cratered, especially at five on five. So it makes you wonder like what else is going on there? Like CJ posted the tweet this morning saying like, since really since they made these system changes, that their five on five shooting percentage is cratered. So like, is it something with their new system that's, kind of come at the expense of their offense, too. Um, I don't know. There's a lot going on here. And to say that you, to say there isn't an argument to fire Ruff is, I guess, I I don't buy it. Like, I think you could definitely make the coaching change. And the fact that nothing has changed at this point is just, I don't know. I don't really even really know what to say, honestly.
0: I mean, I would have fired him after the Sharks loss on December 1st, but that's just me. I think with the Ducks, did the Ducks game come after that? They were right one after the other. And and I mean, that's the other thing. Like, It's infuriating because if the Devils just won the games that they're supposed to win against these bottom feeder teams, it's not even a question. We're not even speaking about this. You've lost to the Sharks. You've lost to the Ducks. It's tough tough to lose both of those teams at home. That's that's almost impossible. you lost to the Blue Jackets at at home. And I mean, the, yeah. the home record oh, is oh, abominable, yeah. and and not and, and some people will say, "Oh, because the Devils attend." No, the Devils are eighth in attendance this year. Eighth oh, attendance is... not I do anything. Mean, well, with I that, under- that's the excuse. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But like everyone says, all oh, the Devils is, is you know not a good home environment. That's not the case this year. The, the Devils have had a great great environment, um, and. Uh, Look, you could play at the practice rink, and you have to beat you have to
2: beat the sharks and ducks. Yeah, I mean that's those. I mean you get you know in this league, really you get very few gimmies anymore. You know, as the Rangers found out yesterday, which I thought was from the get go was going to be a very tough game for them. I didn't care who they were playing, but you only you don't get a lot of gimmies anymore. But when you get the sharks at home and the ducks at home, that's got to be four. <laughs> and it's got to be four out there, which it, uh, which I would believe it will be at this. No, point. I
1: don't believe anything at this. Yeah, change. I don't believe it either. Like because like it, those first two games against those two teams, you show you that you can't take them for granted. And I think hindsight is twenty twenty. But those games against the Ducks and the Sharks earlier in the season should have been bigger red flags to all of us that it wasn't just injuries, tending that were the problem with the team. That there were actually bigger issues. And uh, you know, obviously, some fans saw it then. Um, I I kind of saw it then too, but I didn't really think it was too much of an issue. But now that you look back on it and where we are at this point of the season, it's February 26th. Here, trade deadlines coming up. Those those games definitely should have been bigger red flags to how the season was going to go.
0: Papa Fisherman was calling for it then.
2: Um, I remember leaving that well. game. Well, you you guys would know better than I do. But I, I if I'm right in saying, for a team with this amount of talent, you've never gotten really traction the whole year. Yeah. For any stretch of games. Most no, we've, we've, I mean, really, we, I mean, we haven't heard.
0: put more together
1: than three wins. Yeah. Way, yeah. What I'm saying is, that you haven't gone like on an eight, eight, two and one or eight. Yeah. Two. No, it's been like five, four and one the whole season. And they're, yeah. like, uh, the fisherman said their biggest win streak has been three games. Uh, yeah. Three games, I'm pretty sure. So I guess it's a good first of all, if You don't win like that. I, I want to apologize going
2: back. I didn't realize Markstrom has term left. I should have known that.
1: Yeah, he's got so, two and a half years left on
2: his deal. So I know we put the goaltending aside. I just want to clear that. I, my, that's my bad. So yeah, you would still make that move. Absolutely. You know, yeah. you you have to. And I just I think it's more likely him than Soros now. And he, if you if you got to the altar before with him, it's. It, well, know, got to, yeah. No, no, and Fitzgerald's got to figure it out. I mean, he he's been so negligent here this whole year. He's got to figure this out now and
0: get him in. And, and, and the other thing is, it's it's not like you know they don't have other prospects too, right? Like if you yeah. have to give up Holtz at first, it. It, you got to get it to give it. And, and, and the other thing is, because you still got you still got. Gritsuk and the KHL who's still lighting it up, uh, who, who can give you some firepower on the wing. I mean, by God, our European scouting system seems to, to scoop players out in the, in the two, three, four, two through five rounds uh, anyway. like You can still draft well. You can still make moves. I mean, this is what the teams do that win. I know that the lightning are at the end of the tunnel right now. But every year they were in that window, they did what it took To keep that window open. Um, And and Fitz needs to start thinking like that. The cap's going up. You got to make these moves. Look,
2: you know, I'm looking from a Ranger perspective, and the Rangers are going to make some moves here. You know, know, all this about protecting a first rounder, that's all well and good. The bottom line is that's the cost of doing business. First rounder, if you're getting any player of significance, look, nothing against Scott Walker, nothing against Nick Sealer. They might draw ones. Nothing against Scott Lund. He might draw one. That's that's the going rate these days. You you don't have to like it, but it is what it is. Now you can maybe put conditions on the one, but I mean the Rangers aren't going to get anyone of significance if they, unless they move their one. So I think the one's gone. It is what it is. But the you, you, would clear. Hope, you would hope if you give up a one, you get somebody with term back. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if it can be. I don't know if it can be done.
1: But it's, the thing is, like, if you give up the one for Markstrom, it's not like he's a rental. You get him for two and a half years. You it's can totally live different. It. Yeah, you can. You can live with that for sure. Even if, like, say the Rangers, I think I saw they were looking at Yanni Gord. Pretty sure he has like a year and a half left on his deal. Like, if you give up the one for that, it might not be the worst thing in the world either. Um, so, um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I, you got to make the Markstrom deal if you can get it done before the deadline. All right. I mean, he's almost
2: back to record. I mean, I'm I'm surprised it's taken this long. I mean, he's going to have to he's going to have to relent on whatever they're asking as long as it's within the realm and just say, "Look, I'll do it. I'll do what I need to do here. Just don't embarrass me. I I got to get this guy in here."
1: What Pierre LeBrun said in an article for the Athletic, maybe like a week ago or something like that, was that the the hold up on the why the trade fell through was because um, of compensation for retention on the deal. So. I mean, if you had like the players sorted out and you really just need to figure out what you're giving up for retention here, uh, it feels like there's probably not that far a bridge to cross here to get the deal done. But who knows what the Flames are asking for and how much the Devils are willing to give up. But that doesn't seem like it'd be something that'd be too hard to negotiate. You start wondering how many teams are looking for goalies now. Yeah, I mean, Colorado's looking for a backup. Los Angeles is right. looking for one. Carolina might be looking for one, even though Freddie Anderson's coming back. Well,
0: that, but that's my concern going into the offseason. You let this go into the offseason, how many then more teams are going to be serious about trying yeah. to acquire a goaltender? If you're at the altar now, you gotta, you got to pull the trigger.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think
2: yeah. he will. I think he, he'll almost be shamed. He has to. I mean, he well, just I don't can't. know how you end into the end of the season.
0: Press conference with not.
2: No. I mean, I would, I would be shocked if it doesn't happen. I mean, I, you know, I'm shocked it's gotten this far once it got to the original stage. Um, the deal will get closed. I mean, they got,
1: I don't know. I mean, look, you got 10 days figured out. You know, Markstrom might it. want to move at this point too. Like he knows the Flames are probably not going to be at least Stanley Cup contenders for a little bit. Um, I'm I i do not remember who said it, but I think someone I think it's David Pignota said he would waive his NMC to go to the Devils. Um, whether you know how reliable you find which is shocking.
0: But you five years ago, you wouldn't have had players waving like the Devils were almost always on that ten team list of places people don't want to go. But now people want to
1: go there. Allow them to go. Yeah, I mean, Hellebuck was apparently willing to sign uh, an extension with New Jersey if he got traded this uh, past off season too. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you get Markstrom, and I think Markstrom is actually a better fit for the Devils. Um, if they're going to still kind of continue to play the way they are defensively, he's uh, probably a better fit than Saros uh, for this team. And Markstrom's excellent at defending high danger chances, and the Devils give up a lot of those. Um, so if you get a goalie, he would be my pick for the team. All right. Uh, enough about uh,
0: the calamity that are the New Jersey Devils at this point. Let's uh let's take a quick break and then uh, we'll get into some fun stuff.
1: Alex here from Devils on the Rush. We know hockey games move fast. But with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can get bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. We have a busy slate of games this Tuesday evening with a couple that will impact the playoff standings. First off, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning and Philadelphia Flyers. The Flyers are at plus 105 on the money line, while the Lightning are at minus 125. They are at plus 190 on the puck line, while the Flyers are at minus 230. Next up, we have the Washington Capitals and the Detroit Red Wings. The Capitals are at plus 150 on the money line, while the Red Wings are at minus 180. The Capitals are minus 166 on the puck line, while the Red Wings are at plus 140. We also have the Vegas Golden Knights and Toronto Maple Leafs playing each other with the Maple Leafs at minus 70 on the money line, and the Golden Knights at plus 142 on the money line. On the puck line, we have the Golden Knights at minus 175, with the Maple Leafs at plus 145. Of course, we have your New Jersey Devils playing tonight in a big game against the San Jose Sharks. The Devils are minus 250 on the money line, while the Sharks are at plus 205. Plus 105 on the puck line, and while the Sharks are at minus 125. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Great gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved.
0: And we are back. Uh, From break, Coop. Thanks for sticking with us and sitting through that painful discussion. But I didn't. I didn't mind it. Yeah, I know you didn't. You that was fine. Yeah, that was like I've been on
2: that side of it. Yeah, you. I've been. I've I've been.
0: You've been eating the popcorn. I've been eating there. I've been there. So, so guys, uh, I know Alex has his own Substack, and if you're not subscribed to it, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Listen to this podcast and not subscribe to it, but Alex sale
1: running the March uh for the trade deadline as well. So, you can get 60% off for one year if you subscribe now. Uh,
0: there you go, you heard it here for 60% off sign up that's like two bucks a month. Maybe yeah. you skip a latte once a week, and there you go. <laughs> um, now, now, uh, he also, uh, uh, Moonlights over
1: at the Hockey Writers for, for league-wide writing, is that still correct, Alex? Yeah, I right. did something even this morning, uh, looking at UFA contracts for this year. So,
0: so uh, Alex put out a trade bait list. Um, I can guarantee you it's better than Saravali's. so let's, uh, let's get to it. Um, hockey Writers, just search Google it. I just did it real quick. It comes up first thing. Um, We're going to run through some names here. Um, I'm not going to give my opinion because my opinion doesn't matter. So we'll leave it to the experts with Alejandro and Coop. Um, First name on the list, Chris Tanev. Um, Coop, I'll give you the first stab at this. Where do you think Tanev ends up? He's been rumored about six different places. I could have sworn he was already traded to the stars.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And let's get this on the table now. Everybody's linked to the to the Maple Leafs. Yes, everybody's yeah. linked to the Maple Leafs. Yeah, well, I mean, the money, everybody's linked to the Maple.
0: Leafs. <laughs> you know, I, I thought Mario Lemieux was coming out of retirement. Oh my to the Leafs. god! Um, oh my god!
2: But um, when, it's it, like the Yankees. Yeah, every slugger, every big player is linked to the Yankees.
0: So wow. outside of the Leafs, where do you think realistically TANF ends up? Well,
2: I'm just going off all the rumor chatter. I don't have any idea. I mean, it, I guess Dallas makes sense. I mean. Somebody claims that they're they're one of the two teams that, that's looked into getting both Sealer and Walker as a package from Philly, Yeah, which would lead you to believe If there's any validity to that, they're looking for a D-man. Mm-hmm. Tanev yeah. gives you a bite. I mean, he, he probably would have been great in Jersey. I would have loved him in Jersey,
0: but that, that ship has long sailed.
1: He's a rental, um, too, so it doesn't make sense yeah, to have doubles yeah. anymore.
0: So so you got Dallas. Alejandro, where are you going with F? And I'm flipping a coin. Yeah. I,
1: yeah, I would say Dallas, too. Uh, I don't think Toronto has the assets to get him. Uh, I think if Vancouver could find a way to make it work, too, they'd try to bring him back. But I would lean toward Dallas right now. Okay, uh,
0: sounds good. So we got both Dallas there for Tanev. Now, uh, his, his, D, his D partner, Noah Hannafin, I think the latest rumor has him in Tampa. But who knows? Uh, it, it sounds like he's going south of the border to the, back to the States. Alex,
1: I'll give you the first bite at this one. Uh I would I would say Tampa if they had the assets but they they definitely don't have the assets to um give up to get him. Uh Boston makes a lot of sense too, but they also don't have the assets. Um so it's kind of tough. Like uh, New Jersey makes a ton of sense too could they get him in a, a package uh for Markstrom? Be kind of tough. Um you know, I think he, Toronto was looking at him as well, but he's yeah, like you said he's coming south of the border. Um I'll say Tampa finds a way to make it work somehow. Um, but I don't really have a good sense of where he could go at this point. It seems like the market hasn't really materialized for him yet. So I have a tough time finding, thinking of a place he could go to.
0: And if you had to flip a coin, where is he ending up, Coop? I
2: have no idea. I mean, the only thing I've heard is what you guys heard. It was it was on hockey night the other night that he just wants to be in the States. Yeah. So you know the toss is out of, you know that, if that's true, then you can for obviously forget Vancouver. I mean, there's nobody in the league that
1: wouldn't want them. Maybe, Maybe Dark Horse Kings. Um, I think the Kings, I feel like their defense is pretty good. Um, I think what they really need is a goalie. Uh, Anderson's out though now, isn't he? he Mikey Anderson. Uh, I gotta is look Mike that Anderson I got Mike Anderson, I don't know.: I'm not sure. Uh, not, I can see, <laughs> see Dallas here. see. I see being a fit for um, for Hannafin too, but I, um, I'm not sure what their cap situation is and if they could make that work for the rest of the year.
0: Okay. Uh, undecided on Hannafin, leaning towards the Lightning oh. if they can make it work. Um, how about this? Is an interesting one: a former Devil, Adam Henrique.
1: Uh cool. I. I mean, are the Rangers willing to part with their first-round pick? I don't even think the Ducks are looking... I think I saw the Ducks are looking for two, uh, a second and two-thirds for him. Um, And he makes a lot of sense for the Rangers. I know that would kill Devils fans. um, But uh, I would lean towards the Rangers right now. Or Carolina.
2: I think he's a a fabulous fit in New York. But, again, I don't know. At this point... First of all, Drury doesn't show his hand, which is fine, good for him. I don't know what the, he's gonna come up with the range. Now you hear rumors, Novak out of Nashville. Are you trading a guy that's making 800 grand, a useful player that's making 800? The price is right. Yeah, Yeah. I guess. If if you get the right offer. And they're in the playoff, like we said when we were talking about Soros. I mean, there are so many names that are being mentioned. It just, you know, you know Drury has every right to be tight-lipped. Most guys are. Lou is tight-lipped. You know, you're not going to tell you what you're doing. But all that does is lead to more speculation. That's all it does. You know, you see, two, I think they had two scouts last night at the Anaheim-Nashville game. Probably looking at Henrique and Matrano. I don't know how much more you need to see. Yeah. I think Henrique would be on the top of my list. They. How about Boston? They need a center. It's almost got to be money in, money out with them, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they definitely need a center. I mean, they I I can't believe they've done what they've done. And that's what makes the Devils thing that much more infuriating. Now, are they willing to move Allmark? Then you're talking. But how many teams are gonna? How many teams want a goalie again? You go back to that. He's not going go to go the Devils. You send him west to the. I mean, again, you know, like I told the fisherman last night. I I, I don't know. I mean, if you're willing, if you're willing to move Allmark, I I mean, I. Sooner or later, they're going to have to make a decision. That's their chip to play now. Like you said, go with Swayman. Make Olmark. Make I mean, you're, if you find the right fit there, you're going to get, you're going to get what you need.
1: Yeah, He's a starter. Olmark has no trade protection, too. I think he has like a 16-team uh, no trade list. So he? Has he? Some, I think so. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember what the number is for his no trade protection, but he does have a no trade clause. So he, he has some uh, sway in where he goes or not.
0: Okay, um, Sean Walker, name that's been brought up a couple times on this podcast. Another D man. Uh, I, I could see this going a lot of places. Just someone that wants to add depth on the blue line. Um, you know, obviously the likes of Dallas, as we brought up again. Could Colorado make a move for him because Bo Byram has has kind of tanked this season. Um, in quite all honesty. I mean, at this point I think I'd still take Dougie Hamilton over uh, Bo Byram, inside joke. But yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <Probably passed along. laughs> <laughs> right. knows what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean I, I think Sean Walker goes out west.
1: Uh, yeah, I could see him out west. I could, I think he'll cost less than Tanev, and the end of the day, so I could see him ending up in Toronto. If uh, that's the case, because Toronto is definitely looking for a defenseman. So it's a good call. Yeah, I'll say Toronto for Sean Walker. There's gonna be there's
2: gonna be one trade, guys. that's gonna open the floodgates.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's one. what I'm waiting for. At this T- point. Tanev's
2: gonna go somewhere, or Hannifin's gonna go somewhere. I wouldn't put Walker in that category. One of those two top guys or sought after guys is gonna go somewhere. And then it's going to be musical chairs, and then it's going to be boom. I, I don't know. I would think it's going to it's going to move. Everybody's going to move then to get you know. Say Hannifin goes to Dallas. I'm, I'll just throw that out. Boom. You know, yeah. T- I can see it. becomes a hot number. You know the two the two guys out of Philly. Who knows what happens with Sealer. Oh, I've heard that they're committed to trading Walker, and I've heard they're committed to trading Lawton. I don't know.
1: Yeah we we'll see what happens. Lawton's going to command a first round, too. Which is crazy, because he's not that good. So if anything that gives up a first round for Lawton... But, he, but, he's, but he's only three million. That's right. And, he, and he's cost-effective
0: for the next one. Yeah. He's got two million. But many. The, 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 the person... You know where I see Lawton going? He's perfect for Colorado. Mm-hmm. They yeah. need depth at center. Um, oh, and, and I yep. think I think... Scott Lawton's got Colorado. I'll actually go back to
1: Henrique and say he ends up on Colorado because that's a really good fit too for uh, Adam Henrique. Because I just don't know if the Rangers are going to be willing to part with the assets they need to get Henrique, and I think Colorado might be willing to do it. Don't
0: don't forget that the 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 draft is at the Sphere this year, so you know they don't want to they don't want to give up their first round (laughs) pick. Coops, he's got face palm right there. So. (laughs) If, if You guys that can see what great, his, yeah, I'm sorry, that was, was the greatest rumor to ever come I, out of. I, 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 I
2: honestly don't, don't believe that one, but I don't know. It's, it's, we all all have that, some sort right of <laughs> there, <all laughs> right there. I don't know what to think of that one.
0: Now, um, here's another interesting D-man that was dealt relatively uh, recently, uh, past couple of years. Jacob Chikrin. Do you think he gets a change of scenery out of Ottawa? It sounds like. A lot of people are on the table in Ottawa, and there's even a rumor that El Capitan Brady on the on the trade block as well. I don't know how much I put into that, and we won't get into that because I'm, I'm not too sure. But Jacob Tricker and well, I- Well, there's think- another name we'll
2: throw out in a few minutes, too, uh, uh, we discussed last night that I, I heard was, was been floated out there that we discussed at breakfast yesterday that it, it might be legitimate, the guy out in uh,
0: British Columbia uh oh yeah Elias Pedersen but uh that's I mean it sounds like the offers on the table there but before we get into that Jacob Chikrin
1: I don't think he gets moved before the deadline I'm probably gonna have to when I do my update this week I think that's more of an off-season move so I think Chickren stays put uh ahead of the deadline now staying in Ottawa do we think
0: Tarasenko gets moved
1: yeah where i have no idea but i definitely think he's getting moved he's uh on an expiring contract and he's probably their best asset um from their uh pending ufa so i definitely think he gets moved somewhere i mean we know he was close to going to carolina uh this past off season uh when
2: i wonder
1: i i just don't see him going to Carol. i you know where i see tarasenko going detroit yeah, I got someone else in mind for Detroit, who's pretty high up on the list too. I think we're gonna get to him in a little bit, but yeah, I guess uh, I like go to Detroit too. Yeah, um, and is that person Jake Gensel? It is. I would love to see Jake Gensel in Edmonton, but I don't think they can make that work financially. They have to basically, they'd have to be money in, money out. And they work. have too many other needs besides forward with retention. Well, yeah, I agree with that too. But just seeing Gensel with uh, healthy Gensel with Connor McDavid would be pretty terrifying. But I think Gensel is going to end up in Detroit.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, and and I got one more name who I he's he's stuck on a
0: really crappy team uh, with the Sharks. But he, when he, when he's right, he's electric, and that's Anthony Duclair. I think he'd be a nice addition for a
1: playoff team. Yeah, I could see the Rangers revisiting that um, because I don't think he's going to cost much. And with Blake Wheeler's injury uh, done for the season, they could use some help on the wing in the middle six. So, could see maybe Duclair, especially since Johnny Brodzinski has been playing pretty well as their center right now. I wonder how much. uh, I wonder whether the Rangers are thinking they need a winger more with Blake Wheeler's injury, or they need another center. So I could see Duclair maybe being a possibility for uh the Rangers. What do you say, Coop?
2: Not really my cup of tea. I mean, he's, I worry about those guys that have been with a zillion teams. Um I wouldn't say he's an awful fit. Uh you know. Bring some speed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, I mean, is is talent level solid? I don't know. I mean only three million dollar cap hit. Yeah. Can score the pocket. You can, yeah. You can make the you can make the money work easily, and the Sharks probably would wouldn't need a first rounder for him. I wouldn't
1: think. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um. All right. A- any other names that I'm missing here that that you you kind of wanted to to hit on there, Alex? Um. I don't remember the list off the top of my head, and I haven't gone through it in uh, about a week. Um. I know I had like Elvis Merzlikin somewhere there too, but. We all know he wants out of Columbus, but uh, I don't think he's getting moved. Um that cap hits too high. Yeah, the cap that's a complicated trade that would need to work out itself out in the offseason. I think I got Pavapuchnevich on there somewhere. Um, but I don't think it's that's another deal. I think that would be tough to move because apparently the Blues are looking for a first round pick, a, a top prospect and an NHL in return for him. So that might be something that they get done before uh, in the offseason as well. Um because I feel like that's going to be a complicated trade.
0: Now, some chatter is uh, kicked up around Anthony Mantha
1: more recently. Um, that that There could be a reunion with Detroit there, don't you yeah. think? Um, I could see Edmonton too, if they could find a way to make the money work, because Ken Holland drafted him in Detroit. Um, so there's a bit of a previous relationship there, but it's like the same thing with Gensel. I think their cap hits are almost the same thing. I think Gensel's at like 6 million and Mantha's at 5.75 million. So Edmonton would have to find a way to make the money work somehow, but he would be a good fit for them. He's he's had a really good bounce back season for the Capitals too. Yeah, yeah. guys, are we sold on? Are we now
2: sold on up the Oilers? Well, um, no, this Skinner, struggling again, skiers hit the skids again.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know what the Oilers are. The I think they're a legitimately a good team, but their goaltending has been one hell of a roller coaster this season. I think Stuart Skinner, uh, the workload maybe has caught up to him a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's why, I don't know if they should get a goalie. Um, I think maybe Elliot Frieden and Merrick were saying this on 32 Thoughts too, that maybe just kind of trying to shore up their blue line and, uh, you know, making their defense better would be the better option and just kind of get better in front of Skinner. Um, are they a legit contender in the Western Conference? I would say yes, because just the the sheer force of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, um, Mm -hmm. I think it's hard to say that they aren't a contender, but they definitely have some red flags. Got it. Um, all right, let's pivot a little bit and let's
0: do a little trophy tracker uh, to finish up the pod. Uh, these are always fun. And uh, I'm not going to go through all of them, but we'll go through the major ones. Um, let's start off with the Art Ross. Currently, I believe Kucherov's in the lead for points. Do we, do we see it staying that way? Yeah, I do. I think yep. it's.
1: How many, how, many, how many behind is Dick yeah, David? Exactly. I think he's like nine or ten. Oh, yeah. He, if he's, the only person I could see maybe catching up to him would be Nathan McKinnon. Um, but I think Kucherov is probably going to keep it. God, he's
2: a
0: good player. Yeah. man, he's
1: good. All right, we'll go with Kuch. All right, how about the Calder? Is that already in the bag for Bedard? Um, I think his main competition would be Brock Faber. Uh, it'd be kind of interesting to see how voters feel there. But for me, it's Bedard.
2: Yeah, it'll be Bedard on reputation. I, from what I've seen, I love Faber. Yeah. And I haven't seen a lot of him, but every time I see him, he's good.
1: Selkie. So, um, I did the trackers for the hockey writers about this too. Um, Who did I have for it? I think Barkov was up there for me. Um, maybe Barkov. Um, he's been really good defensively this season hadn't thought much about it but you can't go wrong there yeah yeah and and look how good they are yeah they're
0: they're the class in the east right now them and the rangers all right how about the
1: heart uh for me probably kucherov uh it's either kucherov or mckinnon for me i know austin matthews doing the 70 goal thing you got to give him consideration for that but uh kucherov has been unreal this season yeah, I, I,
2: you know, there's been the conversation. I think LA got into it the other day, that, or, or I saw it on NHL Network, Yeah, it was Elliot. yeah. If he, get, you know, if he gets the 75... You almost have to give it to him.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean... It'd be tough to argue. If he gets 75 goals, yeah, it's a tough argument against him. I mean, when's the last time we saw 75? Solani and uh, Mogilny. Is it that but, far back? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. I think it was that year, Solani and Mogilny. Did, did they do it the same year? That's ago? a long time ago. Because I don't think Ovi's ever eclipsed 70. He's, did, he's done 60, I think, once or twice. But yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, 70 is just.
2: He might get there. But and he, he's on pace for it. Back to back <laughs> hat tricks last week. Unbelievable. <laughs> Who had him on his fan on her fantasy team?
0: Listen, uh, the numbers are still calculated. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I got Mc- I
2: have McDavid and Matthews, and I haven't seen any updates on the numbers. So I have a feeling where this one's
0: gone. <laughs> I got a great point. point. I'm on vacation next week. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I think at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Jack Adams. Uh, you got to give it to Rick Tockett, right? How about Rick Bonus, what he's doing in Winnipeg? That, I mean, that was a, you yeah, know, they were almost ready to blow up the team there.
1: Definitely, he, I think he'll be one of the finalists. I think Tortorella should be one of the finalists, too. But um, oh, yeah, I think tough, okay. to, tough to not give it to Rick Tockett. I don't think anyone thought, and I know the Vancouver Canucks aren't like some crazy shooting percentage and safe percentage bender, but I mean, they are what they are. I think you got to give it to him. You're probably right. I,
2: th- this to me is still a referendum on how good Montgomery is.
1: Yeah, uh, he should get consideration for it too as well.
2: I don't think. I think it would go to it if things go as as they are now. But Montgomery doesn't have a number one center. Now the D's good, the goaltending's good, but still. Yeah, no. I he's mean, I, 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 there was a lot of talk that you know they might be the last, you know, last team into the playoffs when the, when the year started. All, yeah.
1: He's he's a hell of a coach. I Paul mean, Maurice too in Florida. He should deserve yeah. consideration. There's a lot of good candidates for it this year.
2: If, yeah. if somehow Philly hangs, so somehow Philly gets in, you got to give towards some consideration
1: too. Yeah, he Absolutely. would be in the top three for sure. Yeah. How about the Norris? Uh, this is an easy one for me. Quinn Hughes. He's on pace for 100 points. Pretty close to it. I think if if he gets 100 points again. You know they gave it to Carlson last year for being a hundred point defenseman, even though his defensive impacts weren't that great. Um, with Quinn, he's been great all around. So if he gets to hundred points, I think it's an easy one for him.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think that's pretty much wrapped up for me. And Quinn, Quinn as well. Uh, General Manager of the Year, the Jim Gregory Award.
1: Lou. Lou Lemarello. Absolutely not. Yeah, this one's always a tough one because like what a general manager does is really never based off one season. Um, like it's what you do in previous seasons too. Like, I guess you look at what they make, just give it to the the best
0: team, right? Well, why not? Yeah, is The an can once once the playoffs have.
2: Like, didn't Bill Zito get it last year, and the team snuck into the playoffs? Wasn't it Zito? Zito yeah, wasn't it was Zito in a mix? Wasn't, yeah,
1: it? wasn't it? Yeah.
2: I mean, how do you give it to him? I mean, you're now putting the playoffs in, in as a major factor.
0: Well, I think it's because he made the Kachuk trade. That's right. Yeah, for sure. But
2: thank God, they were lucky to get in.
0: I mean, well, you—I mean, that, it, that well. trade that trade didn't pay off till late.
1: Uh, yeah, but it paid off. But I mean, he had 100 points last year, didn't he, Matthew Kachuk? You know, he was like hard yeah. consideration. consider. He was really good. So, so, I mean, Jim Rutherford? Uh well he's not their GM anymore it's Patrick Alvine. Oh, Alvin. is technically oh Alvin. yeah. Yeah, yeah Alvin. so I was, I was going to say Patrick Alvin. Um I maybe I mean like I guess you could say Chris Drury but like he didn't have like a crazy off season or, like the Rangers like you could say that for Don Sweeney too that he didn't have a crazy off season with Boston like it's you have it's like one of those things where you have to really like analyze what a GM did in the off season and try to see what you know how much has impacted the team's results and that's kind of a tough thing to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And now um, I think we know where the Maurice Rocket Richard trophy is going, so we won't even bring that up. Yeah. Um, Can't vote on that. That sorts itself out. Yeah. All right. Last last one here. Uh, who's bringing home Lord Stanley? Uh, we have to wait until after the deadline. After yeah. the deadline? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: All and, right. and I'll be so far off, it won't matter anyway. Yeah. If somebody's going to get hot. You all know it. Somebody's going to get
1: hot that you don't expect to get hot. If I, had, I, think, I think now, I would say Dallas. But let's I like, say, like, a like lot. Coop had, Let's uh, see after the deadline what teams look
2: like. I would agree with Alex. So I think I think Dallas is very good. But you know, who knows?
0: You don't know. Okay. Well, uh, I think we can put a pin in this one. We got our grievances out. We had a little fun with the awards and some trade bait. Uh, any parting thoughts, Coop? No, I love. I love the circle. What you know?
2: When you return to the area, we could circle back after the trade. Are you going to be able to follow the trade line? That line while you're away? Uh, Are you I going mean, to be away? I uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh boy, Alex, can you imagine that? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, no, I couldn't. I mean, wow. Well, <laughs> I mean, I happen to know where he's going, I'm not
0: going to divulge that.
2: I, I <laughs> let's, hope.
0: Let's not, dox, let's not dox the fisherman here. Uh, no, yeah. no, no! I would do, never. Do do there, uh, no, we got Wi-Fi, don't worry. Okay,
1: yeah. I won't be. I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I probably won't watch any games starting next Saturday. Uh, I mean, at that point, the double season could be over. So you know. Yeah. So, no. Guys,
0: Pittsburgh. I, I'm taking the option. They,
2: they won't. allow you to lo- the season. I know. They, they will we'll not allow, pay, bring it back in. Exactly. Just exactly. bring it back in. It reminds me <laughs> of horse. I bet <laughs> it, uh, it wins. He wins because he's running a little bit late and everybody else has stopped in front of him. <laughs> uh, all
0: right. Well, Coop, uh, as always, thank you so much. These, uh, these shows are always fun. When you know, you, I when love your you emojis. guys.
2: You know, I love you guys. We have a lot of fun and uh, we'll see what happens. But we, we got to circle back. Somebody, Alex, somebody will have a suntan when they come back. We may <laughs> have to get them up to speed on a few things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's well, gonna we're come back. Back.
1: And Jacob Markstrom is going to be a devil and he's going to have no idea that Jacob is a devil. Yeah. I have a feeling he might know. I might
0: know. I might know. I know. So I to send a pigeon, pigeon carrier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, Alejandro, always great. And uh, uh, reminder for all those that listen, he's running a sixty uh, percent special um, for for his Substack. So if you haven't subscribed, you're an idiot. Um, so yeah, I'm sure that's that, going to get them to subscribe. Hey, you moron. on. Listen, I, I got to shame
1: them into it at this point. Uh, so if important. you yeah. haven't subscribed, I just want to make it clear that you are not an idiot. So, um But if you want to subscribe, you can get it for $2.40 a month for one year. And I promise you, you are not an idiot if you haven't subscribed. <laughs> And, and while the, there, nothing pains me more
2: than to do this, but I have to uh, congratulate him on the Wolverines winning the national title. Oh,
1: right, we haven't. Pains me absolutely
2: pains hey, me. Listen, yeah. Tim oh.
1: Harbaugh left. I think that was the peak because I don't know. We'll see with Sharon Moore, but yeah, that was. Uh, if I have to, once you once you win
2: it, though, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, if, if, you know anything I win at my age, my teams winning at my age. I figure that's
0: good enough. The only thing you're winning these days is bingo. Probably. <laughs> find a way
1: to get beat there too thank you I appreciate that I've been wanting that for Michigan all along. So alright I'm done that's enough <laughs> cut him off
0: as far as I'm going uh,
2: I had to just get off I had to do the right thing
0: now I'm done <laughs> alright guys uh, with that being said let's go devils let's go devils